0: Welcome in to the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock. I'm Thomas Miller, and we are in the middle of a journey here in the nodes of the moon. In our last episode, Robert introduced us to the concept of the nodes of the moon. In this episode, we are going to go straight in and we're going to talk about a house sign combination Robert, I imagine, knowing you, that we're going to begin with Aries in the first house.
1: (laughs) You're psychic.
0: (laughs) I had a glimpse.
1: (laughs) It's always great to be back, Thomas, and I so appreciate how you conduct these podcasts, because you're really a good astrologer on your own, which is uh, wonderful in anybody. And I love how you've used it in your own life. And um, I really appreciate you having me on to do these. Um, we're going to start today with the north node in the first house or in Aries. And as you listen to these podcasts on the moon's nodes, you will have your own moon's nodes in a particular sine axis and a house axis. So you'll want to pay attention particularly to two of these series of podcasts today we're going to talk about the north node in the first house or in aries which means that the south node is in libra or in the seventh house now i mentioned the last time about this existential conflict underlying this life which is shown by the nodal the the moon's nodes axis With somebody with a north node in the first house or in Aries and the south node in the seventh house or in Libra, the existential conflict shown by the nodal axis underlying this life is in one-to-one relationships, including your closest friendships, as well as marriages, collaborations business partnerships and so on but particularly in marriage or marriage-like relationships you're likely to become involved with past life partners karmic partners and relationships very strong initial attractions which indicate unfinished karmic business or even negative karma in the case of the, the south node associated with with a relationship to see if the two of you can resolve those issues this time around so with the the nodal axis in the 1st and 7th or aries and libra you are meant to express especially with the north node in the 1st or in aries you are meant to express leadership and self-confidence and independence and individuality and originality and even brilliance, but the challenges come in giving relationships equal time and respect without sacrificing your own self-development and fulfillment in codependent relationships. So on its most simplistic level, This placement of the nodes on the Aries, Libra, first, seventh axis can attract dependent partners. If you have the north node in the first or Aries, it can attract dependent partners who are secretly looking for somebody to take care of them. They're looking for a parent figure as much or even more, maybe, than a co-equal mate or they're looking for you to raise them up a notch in society or to help them overcome psychological or vocational or financial or even physical problems. There can also be vastly different educational and cultural backgrounds or differences in national or racial or religious origins or different levels of ambition. Now, these can be overcome, but not without a lot of conscious effort and honest communication between both parties. So this position of the nodes can also indicate a profession that places you in a counseling or a supportive or a therapeutic position one to one, such as a psychologist, or a physician or a lawyer or a spiritual or a religious counselor or a teacher or veterinarian or a mechanic or a home remodeler, any career directly involving your fixing or healing people in situations. Now with this North Node in Aries or in the first house, you might be accused of being selfish you're very likely to hear this throughout your life and it is true that your focus in life is on self-development and being all that you can be but with the south node in libra or in the seventh house your karmic lessons involve trying to figure out how to balance love and marriage and other people's needs for mutual respect and compromise with your own consuming and changeable goals for self-fulfillment. You're also highly idealistic, highly romantic with a capital R, but not necessarily always realistic. Highly idealistic. Nobody and nothing is ever completely perfect, including you or a mate or a job or a career. So, with this position, you may expect too much, too soon, for too little effort. There's an old cliche that goes along with this configuration, Thomas love in haste, repent in leisure. (laughs) and that kind of capsulates this position's tendency to have strong attractions and enthusiasms for a person or a goal, only to abandon them later when everybody's faults and challenges or shortcomings become evident, just abandon, rather than working things through or sticking around for therapy or negotiations and compromising and so on. So the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence also can go along with this. And that can ultimately lead to these people learning to live alone and love it. Now, if we reverse this and you picture the south node in Aries or in the first house and the north node in Libra or in the seventh house, look at the difference. With the south node in Aries or in the first house, The codependency comes from you rather than the other. And that can ultimately push people away if you're unaware of it. The traits of the sign that that south node is in, in the first house, in this case, Aries, can be the very traits that push people away. There's a kind of karmic unconscious need to undermine your own desires and goals through temperament, impatience, destructive habits, impulsiveness, anger, passive aggression, recklessness. Those are some of the South Node traits and areas in the first that you need to just be aware of. It's an indication that your own ego has been devalued or ignored or beaten down in some significant way in childhood and development, with the result that your attempts to express your ego needs may come across as inappropriate or pushy or bullying or manipulative or threatening or needy. So some people with this position of the south node in the first or in Aries become totally self-effacing, really constantly telling themselves they're not good enough, they're not talented enough, they're not rich enough, they're not powerful enough or good looking enough and so on. Even sometimes taking it to the point of just wanting to not be noticed or stand out. And such an overwhelming self-consciousness like that can block their desire to thrive and to win. Now, the positive side of the North Node in Libra, or the Seventh House, is the gift that it potentially gives you for a real aptitude for teamwork and collaboration, especially in connection with Enterprises or projects or vocations that are connected with the public's welfare in some way. So with the North Node in Libra the Seventh, you will always have opportunities for friendships and sociability and connections with creative types and people in the arts, as well as prominent people in the law or politics or community affairs. Especially with people whose sun conjuncts your North Node within three degrees. They can be particularly advantageous, advantageous for you. So people born with a South Node in Aries or in the first house may sometimes tend to go it alone and, and pass up opportunities for growth simply because they are too focused on their own personal survival. Created, of course, by those south node in Aries' traits that they haven't been aware of until maybe they hear them through astrology. So the moon's nodes on the Aries-Libra first-seventh axis describe the existential conflict underpinning the entire structure of this life, when you think about it. And these archetypes will be there throughout your entire life, even though they can evolve through conscious understanding of transits over them and solar arcs, And they can be eventually made whole through what Jungian analytical psychology calls individuation or self-integration, which really is the whole point of astrology. Not so much predicting what is going to happen to you as helping you understand how you create what happens to you and why. All right, Thomas, is that too obscure or...
0: Well, you know that you were painting a picture of my own chart because I have the south node in Aries and the north node in Libra. And this is how we can help people personalize this because you were talking about the first seventh axis and you nailed exactly everything that I have struggled with from relationships to marriages to putting the relationship in context with work I mean, it was a perfect rendition of, well, I guess I'll be back with that aspect again. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I don't know that I got it right. But, <laughs> but my south node is in the 10th house and north node is in the 4th house. So how do you then, how does everybody who will listen through this series, and we'll get to yours. If you're not Aries Libra, don't worry, we'll get to you. But as everybody listens to this for themselves and then they think about where the nodes are in their own chart, how do they overlay that over the macro that you just created for us?
1: Well, everybody, Thomas, for the most part, will will have two that they want to listen to. I didn't realize I was reading you. But you have the nodes in the signs of aries Libra, but they're in the fourth, tenth house axis, which is different. So you will all also want to pay attention when we get to the north node in uh, Cancer and, and Capricorn, for example.
0: And then put the two together.
1: or Or in the fourth and the tenth. Exactly. Then you put the two together.
0: All right. Excellent. And we will roll right into Taurus next and we'll release all of them over about the next week. If you're following with us in real time. And of course, if you're not, they'll all be there when you're ready. Robert is booking readings. If you're interested in his perspective on your chart, just go to our Glasscock, the number four site, S-I-G-H-T dot com. Or for your convenience, that link is in all of the episode show notes. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with Taurus and the second house on the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock.